Welcome to a special edition of Between the Headphones, the Red and Black Flashback. I'm John James, your host for this podcast miniseries, in which I'll talk to past members of the Red and Black Sports Desk to get the full scoop on their experiences at the Red and Black and beyond. Today, we're talking to Catherine Skeen, freelance photographer and professional in college sports. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, just to get started, when did you join the Red and Black? I joined the Red and Black in fall of 2018. It was like the second week of my freshman year, and I lived in Brumby Hall across the street, and I saw that saw the Red and Black building, and I was like, hey, I should go and check that out. And so I remember I walked in, and I was like, um, I kind of take pictures. Uh, yeah. And so um, the photo editor at the time, who was Re- uh, Rebecca Wright, she's now at CNN, um, she was like, oh, okay, cool. And uh, the rest was kind of history. When you were starting out, did you immediately know that you wanted to pursue a career in sports or was it just a feeling out process? Yeah, so I kind of dipped my toes into everything, but I knew that sports is what I wanted to do. That's kind of always where my heart has been. I grew up as an athlete um, and I knew that that's really what I wanted to pursue. Just kind of, I don't know, it's it's where my heart is for sure. At the Red and Black, usually our photogs take pictures of like a variety of events, news, culture, the works. How did you navigate that difference between sports and those other types of activities? Yeah, so I, again, starting out my first two years, I um, I did a little bit of everything. Like in 2020, I did uh, protest coverage almost every single day of the summer when um, there was the Black Lives Matter protest going on. Um, So I did those. Um, and I did lots of various events, but I always tried, I always tried to get the sports because I don't know, I just had a passion for it and we needed the coverage. And so like, I would show up to every single basketball game. Like I always be picking up the basketball games. Um, and that was the first sport that I kind of latched onto the red and black, but again, they needed the coverage. And so they were happy to have someone that was like so enthusiastic about getting to all the sports. So, um, yeah. Were there any sports that you thought were like particularly challenging to get the hang of at first? Um, basketball for sure. Basketball is hard because it's really fast and, uh, I don't know. You're in a, you're in a unique position sitting on the court and, um, I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm five foot one. And so it was a little intimidating being around like seven foot tall. Like I remember Nicholas Claxton, uh, I think is at the Nets now. Um, but he was, he was there my freshman year and he was literally like, he's like six eleven, and I was five foot one and I was like going to photograph him. I was like, oh my God, this human is like massive and so like there was kind of an intimidation factor there a little bit but with basketball it's just so fast and like sometimes you can just lose track of the ball um so that was definitely a challenge I think swim and dive is a is a big challenge to photograph at Georgia just because like the barrier of figuring out who is swimming because sometimes they have their names on their swim caps but like for caption purposes anyway that's a challenge and it can be dark in there as well but on the flip side of that, were there any sports that you immediately knew, oh, yeah, I got that. I got this. No worries. Oh, yeah. So I'm a token horse girl. Um, I grew up riding horses. I uh, trained horses and stuff like that. So I was, like, immediately going for the equestrian coverage, which, again, wasn't something that was covered consistently. So they were super excited to let me go out and do that. Um, so, yeah, the horses, big on the horses. <laughs> so you covered basketball. You covered equestrian. You also covered a national championship with Red and Black. Could you tell me a little bit about that experience? Yeah, definitely. Um, so leading up to that, 
you don't really walk into the doors of the red and black and they immediately give you football coverage. That would have been amazing. But I just, you know, you have to do your time. You have to learn. And looking back, like, I was not nearly good enough to be doing the football coverage then as as disappointed as I was. I was like, oh, man, Georgia football, right? Like, that's that's what I want to cover. Um, so I did, I covered, I did my time with basketball. I did my time with baseball. I did my time with all the other sports. Not to say that there, that wasn't fun and I definitely needed it, but you know, kind of the, the end goal was football, right? Um, so my first season was their national championship season and, um, getting there was, it was absolutely insane. It felt like a dream come true. Um, yeah, it was wild because I, I shot most, most of the games, uh, had to miss the SEC championship, which was heartbreaking because I didn't know if they were going to make it past that. Um, had to miss the SEC championship due to an equine accident, actually, um, and was concussed. Was finally ready to go for the Orange Bowl. Went to the Orange Bowl. We had a flight down there, and it got canceled less than 12 hours before the flight. I remember being in Target, getting like airplanes-approved size things. I had my phone in my hand, and I got the notification that our flight was canceled. And I was like, oh, my God, how are we getting to Miami, Florida? Like, th- I'm, it's so far. Like, if you look on the map, Miami is, like, the same distance as, don't quote me on this, but, like, Virginia, right? Like, or further, maybe New York. It's far. It's really far. So I was panicking. I was with my mom. I was like, Mom, what What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was like, well, I, I guess we're going to drive. Um, I guess we got to get in the car and drive. Because, again, we were planning on leaving the next day. Um, so it was me, Drew Hubbard, and Catherine Lewis, and we got in my mom's Ford Fusion because my car was not in a state to be making that drive, and my mom was not super thrilled about giving up her car, but shout out to my mom for that because I didn't want to put the miles on my car, <laughs> um, and we drove. I drove I drove the entire thing. They offered to drive, of course, but I got in this like mindset of, like, I've got to get there, got to get there. Um, so we got down to the Orange Bowl. Obviously, we all know how that game went. It was absurd um didn't expect it to go that way. i mean i i kind of went into it expecting georgia to win i did not expect them to win like that um and then our flight for indianapolis got canceled and so we turned around however long i guess like a week and a half two weeks later and drove to indianapolis in the freezing rain and the snow uh and that was insane and we got there and we just I don't know. We were, we are, we were everyone that was, t- we were all together and we were looking at each other like, is this even real? And I remember at the end of the game thinking, why me? Right? Like, this is my first year covering Georgia football. And there's fans in these stands who've been waiting 41 years for this. And I get to do this on my first go, right? Like, why me? And it was just such an absurd, crazy feeling. Like, I remember getting the iconic pick photo and just like, I don't know. It was just, the wildest experience of my life I remember telling people like you know we're supposed to be unbiased and everything like separating all of that it was the coolest weekend of my life it was so cool was that your first like super surreal moment covering sports or was there a moment before that where you were like I'm really doing this there I I had a really lucky stretch there because um I got put on the world series coverage team as well before that so I got to the, th- the last thing I did really monumental before that was I got I was on the I shot the uh, World Series parade for the Braves and I got one of my favorite photos I've ever taken and it's still like one of the banner photos of my portfolio website it's Dansby Swanson just like arms in the air confetti falling just like taking it in um, and so that was a very cool experience was getting to do that for the Braves as well. 
so your experience covering the national championship in 2021-22 was a little hectic. Uh, was your experience with in California with TCU any different? Oh, yeah. Um, so there was the 41 years thing taken out of it a little bit. But, again, the, the national championship, so this national championship, this past one, like, I wanted, it's funny, because I kind of was, like, pulling for TCU the entire season. I was like, oh, what a cool Cinderella story. Like, I don't think they're going to make it to the national championship. But if they do, like, how cool for them, right? And then they did. Um, And I remember having discussions with a lot of my friends on the beat, because a cool thing about being on the Georgia football beat is, like, you're with these people all the time, even the writers and stuff. And um, I just have befriended all of these people. And so we were just sitting around talking the night before. And we're just like, I don't know. I think I said my score prediction was, like, uh, I don't remember, 35 to 28 or something like that, Georgia. And um, everyone was kind of similar. We were like, yeah, Georgia's going to win this game, but it's it's going to be close. It's going to be a fight. Like, TCU's really going to have that whole Cinderella story energy going, and they're going to, right? And thank God, that game. Um, So, yeah, it was vastly different. I didn't really expect it to go like that again. Um, I expected them to have a good season, and I was really excited to have another season uh covering because after I left the red and black um I didn't know if I was gonna be covering Georgia anymore which was super heartbreaking for me because I I mean obviously having the first season being like the national championship season like that's amazing but I I have figured out over I get this question all the time like what my favorite sport is to cover and it's college football but it was different and I didn't expect it to be this this year it was it was kind of it was hectic but it was a different hectic for sure you said you didn't know if you'd be covering Georgia again. Did you have an idea of what your future looked like, or was it kind of a guessing game? Um, so uh, while I was still in school, I was uh, I had started working for the Falcons and Atlanta United already and the Braves. Um, so I know I wanted to stay with them. Um, I didn't think I was going to have any access to Georgia sports anymore after I left the Red and Black, which was, it was really hard. It was a really hard decision because I left the Red and Black. I I stayed for an extra semester um, and I left the Red and Black the, with one semester of school left, um, which was, again, I remember going to Rebecca Burns' office and crying. I was like, this is such a hard decision, but I think I need to finish school and then continue working with the Braves and the Falcons and United. And so I know I wanted to continue with them. But other than that, didn't have really a big plan. I I had picked up the I had picked up the spot with MLB, and I knew I was going to be shooting with MLB over the summer. But um, yeah, other than that, there was no there was no real plan in place. I mean, kind of a plan, but you know. How do those opportunities with the Braves and the Falcons and Atlanta United come about? Honestly, I have a lot to thank the national championship season for because um, I I'm very. I would say very consistent on social media right now. I don't think I've posted on Instagram in like two weeks, which is, you know, not great for a top photographer. I'm, but I'm pretty active on social media. Um, I would always, always post my work when, when I was able to. Um, and I was really, really active on social media during the football season, the first national championship football season. Um, and I, you know, I gained a small amount of followers and um, made a lot of connections that way. Um, and so... That's how I feel like after the national championships, um, I feel like my work was seen on a really wide scale just because of the amount of interaction I was getting on social media. That, I think, played a part in um, the Falcons and Atlanta United. As for the Braves, um, I had an internship with the Gwinnett Daily Post. I guess it was 2021, the summer of 2021. And 
fantastic guy, Will Hammock, who's actually a Red and Black alum. Um, he was on the sports desk. And he runs the sports for the Gwinnett Daily Post and several other papers. Anyway, so I reached out to him. I sent him an email. I said, hey, I'm really looking for an internship. Um, kind of took a shot in the dark. I'd be willing to shoot anything for you, but I'm really I'm, – I'm in love with sports. Like, that's my, that's my thing. And he shot back. He was like, well, we don't have an internship, but we'll make one for you. And um, so the first week I shot – the first thing I shot for them was the PGA Champions Tour. And he just, like, put me everywhere I wanted to go. I shot NASCAR. Again, I shot PGA. I shot countless community events, high school events, and things like that. Um, and then near the end of the internship, he said, is there anything that you are dying to shoot that I could get you into? And I was like, I really want to go to the Braves. I don't think that's going to work. I mean, I don't know if the Braves will give out credentials to Gwinnett Daily Post. I don't know, because they kind of use wire services for that kind of stuff. And he said, I, you know, I can try. There's no harm in trying. And so... He got me in the door there, um, and that's where I met Kevin Lyles, who is the uh, the team photographer there. And from some, like, I don't know, streak of courage, I just started talking to everyone there. And that's not really like me. I'm, I'm pretty quiet outside of work settings. Like, when I'm, when I'm in a sports setting, I'm very comfortable, and I'm pretty good to talk to anyone. Um, but I talked to Kevin Lyles, and then uh, Kevin just called which was amazing and Kevin's been instrumental in in my progression as a photographer in my opportunities the doors that have opened and yeah speaking of all those doors that have opened the Braves the Falcons and then United I noticed that the Hawks weren't on that list is that just a matter of circumstance or is there some other barrier there there's not really any there's no real reason that I avoid the Hawks I just haven't really had that opportunity come up um there was one opportunity once and there was there was a gear issue where I just wasn't compatible with some gear requirement that they had and I was like well you know all right that doors may not may not open right now but I'm pretty comfortable with where I am one day if I have the gear that meets their needs um maybe I'll go reach out or they'll come knocking again but we'll see so you've talked about all the opportunities that have opened up for you and you mentioned that you get the, the question about what your favorite sport to cover is. What was your favorite venue to operate in out of all those sports that you've covered? Oh, that is such a good question. I've never gotten that question before. I, okay, Truist Park. Without a doubt, it's Truist Park. And, you know, my favorite sport to cover is college football, but my favorite place to work out of anywhere is Truist Park. And it's because of the people that are there. I mean, I... I you know, when you cover baseball, which is a very, very close second to college football for me, you're there all of the time. Like, weird hours, long hours, you're there, you know, because they have home stretches of like 10 games in a row. Um, so you see these people all the time. And I, there's a security guard named Reggie that I just love. He's just like, well, how are you, sweetheart? Every time I walk in, he's just the sweetest man. So there's a security guard that I love. I've made bonds with the... Um, with the grounds crew there like every time I every time I walk onto the field we're like there she is and it's just like I don't know it's the people there that just make my heart so happy it makes it such a warm and well like welcoming place to work so it's definitely Truist Park. So Truist Park, the Braves, the national championship, two national championships, the parade, and all of those experiences what's the most important lesson you've learned during your time in the field? God that's a good question. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of different things that I've learned. I definitely think, though, that, and this is definitely definitely a cliche, but um, kindness and hard work goes a lot farther than talent does. 
And you know you need to have a little bit of talent to get in the door, but people remember how you made them feel. And I think that's really important. Just, like, building the relationships with people is so, so important. Like like the security guard, like the grounds crew, right? Like, you're going to be with those people all the time. And if you have a if, – if they remember you making them feel bad for some reason, right? Like, you're not going to – I don't know. They're going to remember that. And they're going to remember that photographer. And especially, like, the thing is, when you're a female in the sports world, you're remembered anyway, right? Like, it's – you stick out like a sore thumb. So – I think it's really important to always, always, always work hard. And the thing is, you're going to make mistakes. Like, I've made so many mistakes. Um, but I think the way that I have approached fixing those mistakes or approached, you know, getting my, getting back up on my feet, I think people remember that. And um, they're willing to work with you because they know that you're going to learn from the, those mistakes and you're not going to make them again. So definitely giving yourself grace to make mistakes, being kind to people because they always remember that. <laughs> And working as hard as you possibly can. Like, I remember picking up assignments for the Red and Black that I didn't want to do and that no one else would pick up. But I picked them up and, you know, I got better because I did those assignments that were difficult or boring or whatever. But I took those opportunities to get better every single time. And, you know, I'll always take those assignments, right? Just because... You never know what's going to come out of that. You might meet you might meet somebody that has the door to open to the next thing, right? So... That was an excellent answer. Uh, Catherine, where can people find all of your content and coverage? Um, I am all over social media. It's at Catherine.skian, so it's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N dot S-K-E-E-A-N. Um, and then I'm K-E-S photo at photoshelter.com. Um, that's my website if you want to look at some of my work. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me.